Hey guys, Morgan from Seven Dust here, and you're watching CMS TV. Anyway, uh, on to other things. So, uh, right. what, what do you have that you can share with us, Let's sir? Let's see. I have. Um, bu -bu 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 -bu. How about? I saw this story, um, and I, I don't know if this is real or not. Okay. I'm assuming it is but I'm not positive that it is. It's on a site called metal Wani, which I see a lot of, a lot of their shit posted. And generally I think it's legitimate and it's, it's, uh, I'll put it on the screen. It, we're going to go into a, a much traveled topic here on the show. Okay. Um, the topic being, um, being Mick Mars. And of course I can't put it on this screen. Hold on. Fuck. <laughs> uh, the, the retirement, the forced retirement of Mick Mars. Yeah, well, I guess it, it depends on, I mean, yes, that, that is the, the, the subject area. Oh, just fucking whatever this site is. It is full of fucking pop. I'm not putting it on the screen. Fuck that. You don't have, you don't have ad blocker. I don't know if I do or not with opera, but anyway, I'll deal with that later. Um, I'll just read it. It's okay. Cause I did copy it. So, so Mick Mars, um, apparently, or honestly is not in Motley Crue anymore. Right now. Metal Wani has an article out there that says, um, Mick Mars was fired. Not, not, stepped away because he didn't want to fire Vince Neal. He wanted to keep Vince and the other guys wanted to fire Vince and he put his foot down. So they fired Mick instead. Like he wanted to get rid of Vince. No, he wanted to keep Vince. No, no, no. What I mean is Motley. That is Tommy Lee and, and, um, and, and uh, Nikki, Nikki wanted to get rid of Vince, Vince currently. Yes. Currently, like, like recently? before this, this next wave of touring and uh, well, see, that, that's kind of a weird thing because it's just like, if, if they got rid of Vince prior to this touring, they're going to be right back in the Karabi thing again, mm -hmm. where people aren't interested anymore. Exactly. I, I mean, as bad as Vince is and as big of a joke as he is and everything, he's still Vince Neal, you know, and, and you, I mean, They'll be right back in the Karabi thing where they're selling a little theater. Yeah. Well, maybe they think they're bigger now. I don't know. <sighs> nope. People want to see. I, I, I agree Sorry. with you. I agree fully with you. There's no, there's, I mean, even a Vince Neil clone from a Vince Neil band, I don't think would matter. Nope. You know, you need the fat guy that can't sing out in front. It's just that simple. Yeah. He's Vince Neil. Yeah. But, and again, I saw this story and I just was like, this is, it reads like it's real. Now, again, I'm stating this up front. I do not know for positive, 
that it is real. Okay. I just know that it's from Metawani and they, 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 um, they mention another site that I do know is legitimate. The metal den, not a big site. I mean, it's not like this was on see that. And this is where it all, I don't know. It's on this site that I've seen quoted in news, the metal Wani site. I've also seen the metal den quoted in news, but it's certainly not. You would think a band of that size at this time, this would be on billboard. It would be on TMZ. You know, you would think the leg- the major players would pick up this as a major story. Well, maybe they don't have anyone to corroborate that. May- but TMZ doesn't give a shit. TMZ will run anything. TMZ will run. Hey, somebody died. Oh, no, they didn't. You know, okay. T- TMZ. So that's that's where I'm a little weird on this one. But I'll read it. And we will comment on it along the way as if maybe it's real. Or okay. if, if you hear something that's blatant, then just say, no, no, this isn't real. This is fucking bullshit. Okay. All right. Here it is. The rumors of Mick Mars stepping down from Motley Crue proved true. As Mars left the band in his replacement, John Five was announced for touring commitments in 2023. Industry sources have now shared more info on the same situation, saying Mick Mars left the band due to Nikki Six and Tommy Lee telling Mars they want to replace Vince Neil. Here's what the Metal Den report says. Mick Mars, legendary guitar player of Motley Crue, took a stand against Nikki Six and Tommy Lee when he learned that they were seriously considering replacing Vin- vocalist Vince Neil after the stadium tour ended. Mars told Six and Lee he would not tolerate the power move to oust Neil in such a way that would make the whole original lineup look bad. Mars felt that the original lineup owed it to the fans to play the overseas tour dates together in 2023. Instead, Six opted to give John Five a call to step up a double move that would shake up the lineup for good. The source also says Nikki tried to confront Mick Mars, saying when he was confronted by Six and Lee about the vocalist change, Mick started to cry and, according to an insider, told the two biggest knuckleheads in rock and roll, you can't have the crew without Vince fronting it, man. True. He, He busted his tail to be out there, and if your plan is to replace him, then it's time for me to walk away. Um, editors note, there is no detailed information shared by the band yet. We are checking with multiple sources to see if this is a legit update on Mick Mars till then take it with a pinch of salt. So even they're not positive. Well, again, they, they, they don't have concrete proof. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know that Mick, I seriously doubt that Mick is quote unquote on record. Yeah, probably not. So. It's, it's, you know, it's rumors. I, it's, it's metal sludge. It's Stevie Rochelle getting Mm -hmm. inside info and, you know, saying, well, rumor has it, right. You know, and, and that's, it's like, well, believe it or don't believe it. Right. Could be, maybe not. I wish this was metal sludge because then I would believe it because I know how meticulous Stevie is. You know, I mean, Stevie shares a lot with me that doesn't end up on metal sludge and, and I certainly know how meticulous Stevie is before he writes anything. Well, nobody wants to get in a litigious situation. Right. You know, and, and 
you know, post something out there or publish something and, mm-hmm. and it's total, total bullshit, but you're publishing it as if it's, you know, gospel. Yeah. So, so this goes on and on and it talks about Carmine, um, Carmine, what is he a piece or apathy? No, he's a piece. Carmine, a piece, um, saying that he talked to Mick Mars and he may play some shows with Mick Mars because Mick is planning to play some shows. So he's not staying. I'll read it. Uh, in a new interview with Michael's record collection, legendary drummer Carmine Apice touched on Mick Mars's retirement topic. He said, we in Vanilla Fudge don't do big tours anymore because nobody wants to do a big tour anymore. And probably because there's no audience for Vanilla Fudge in 2023. No, but uh, can you name a Vanilla Fudge song? No. I mean, no. I, I know the name, but I, I don't. You know, and we've, we've talked to we've talked to Carmine yeah. on, a, on a few occasions, yeah, but sure. to be honest with you, I mean, I, I personally don't know. I can't just say, hey, hey, isn't that a vanilla fudge song? I'm sure Jim Jackal, that's the last band that was good before it all went to shit. <laughs> vanilla fudge. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know a vanilla. I, I'm sure if you look it up, we'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah, we know that song, but. You know, but all right, I'll keep reading. Um, Nobody wants to sit in the bus. We want to go out, do three dates in close ratio, split a van, and we fly to a gig, 150 miles, 200 miles. We're in there for three or four hours, and we do the gig. And we go to the hotel and do it the next day. And then the third day, fourth day. And on the fourth day, we go home. Then two weekends later, we do the same thing. Carmine continued. I'm friends with Iron Maiden and Nico McBrain. He left his house in Florida in April. He's coming home next week. He's been on tour the whole time, rehearsing and on tour. We're too old for that. I talked to guitarist Mick Mars, who's been touring with Motley Crue. He just gave up his seat in touring with Motley Crue. And John Five is going to tour with them. He said, man, we did the final tour seven years ago. Now we're out again doing a major tour with Def Leppard. And he said, I don't want to do it no more. I'm sick of being in a bus. He said he's going to do a solo album and go out and do some gigs. I said, look, if you need anyone to play drums, I'll play with you. He goes, that would be great. So maybe I'll do some gigs with him but it's not going to be big tours. It'll be a weekend, maybe somewhere and then go home two weekends later, maybe a weekend and go home. So he's talking to Mick about playing shows. Okay. So Mick is, and, and this is on the back. I don't have the story here, but uh, John Karabi has been out there saying that Mick was forced out as well. Okay. He's out there saying until Mick says otherwise, he doesn't believe for one second that Mick stepped down. He said he, he knows Mick. He would have heard it and he didn't. So with all of this said with Mick talking about doing other shows and you know, I mean, if you retire because your, your health is so fucking bad, you wouldn't be out there playing shows. You wouldn't be planning to do shows even on a lesser scale. You'd be like, I'm going to stay in bed. Yeah. You know, so with that, and then this story sounds to me, sounds credible. Yeah. But, but just see, here's the thing. If they were so hell bent on getting rid of Vince mm-hmm. and the only guy who quote unquote was standing in their way, got eliminated. 
are they still thinking about getting rid of Vince? Because they didn't reach their goal of getting rid of Vince. They, he's still there, right? He's still there for now. So, uh, so if you got, you know, obviously Mick not being in the band now, mm-hmm. and then you get rid of Vince. I mean, now you got the Tommy Lee and, and Nikki six band. Okay. Now here's my thought on that. All right. And I do have a thought. I, I knew you were going to go there with this. They released the tickets for the European tour. Yes. If they announce this Vince Neil move, are gonna, that's going to kill the European tour. Yeah. Are, are people uh, going to demand their money back if they were to do something like that? They can't demand their money back the same as the same as any other tour. As long as the entity, the brand shows up. Yeah. Boy. As it's long like, as well, my, was, and, and Motley Crue are scumbags enough to do something like this. Yeah, it's like, boy, well, I was sold a bill of goods. But you could totally see Motley Crue doing that. Yeah, right? yeah, I, I can, I can, but, but that'll ruin them forever. Then they're done. Anyway, they yeah. sold their catalog. They're, they're doing the expensive tour. Now this is last run anyway. Yeah. But, so if it's your last run, why don't you deal with Vince for the last run and be done with it? Because it's embarrassing to get out there every single night and have this fool out there just fucking half-assing it. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, boys. This is your legacy. This yeah. is this is 40 plus years of Vince Neal fronting the band aside from that small window there that John Karabi was in. Yeah. I mean, I mean you're set in stone now. I mean, you, you can't you can't start anew. It's it's over. It's yeah. over. I, dude, I, I agree, but in today's world, I can see it. I can see these guys doing a big old stupid press conference and I can see Nikki up on, on the stage doing the, you know, in the end, what we really care about the most is the fans. And since we care so much about the fans, we just didn't feel that we could rip them off with the. Yeah, with a subpar performance. That's why yeah. we got one of the greatest guitarists in the world in John five. And now we've also got this great new singer who's been in looks to kill for the last 15 years, <laughs> just killing it in South Albany. Yeah. You know, you know, you can't see Vince Neil or Vince Neil, Nikki six doing that. Yeah, I, I can, but boy, that, that, that just would be to, to me. And again, we, we all know how bad Vince is. We all know that, but, right. but we're still willing to put up with, because it's, it's Motley crew, right? You know, it's Motley crew with Vince Neil. I mean, that's just how it is. It's, it's you and I would not go to the garbage show, No, but, but the, the casual fans and we know who they are. Mm-hmm. They're the woo crew. Yeah. It, those guys that show up and they swill their beer and they, you know, and they're bad rock up, man. They're, they're that guy. Yeah. And, and I know, you know, I know the comparison is going to be to the Karabi era, but I think it's a different time now. I don't think people care like they did then. Uh, I honestly, I mean, think about it, dude. Guys like Tim James are going to this show. Really? Oh, fuck. Yeah. (laughs) Tim James would go to this show. Regardless, regardless of who, as long as Nikki's in the band, he's uh, going. Wow. Okay. He's, he's gonna, I, I mean, think about it, dude. Rat rat went out with the drummer 
Yeah, true. The drummer and a bunch of other guys. Yeah. One guy that wrote nothing and four other guys that had nothing to do with rat and they didn't have any problem selling tickets. Yeah. And, and they got platinum records too. Yeah. They got, platinum. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, seriously, they didn't have any problem. I mean, they were selling two or 3000 tickets a night. I think Motley Crue would still probably in this state of the game, especially with the big stage show. Yeah. If they did the big giant stage show with all the blow up balloons and the fire and the shit, and it sounded good and they did it the way that you do it, which is you shoot a video with the new guy doing the classic songs. Maybe you do a whole live stream that's edited to death so that it just sounds mint and you put it out there and you say, this is what we're giving you fans. Cause we want to give you the best. Right? Well, if, if, Vince continues with Motley Crue and does this European thing with them. Mm -hmm. How do you show up to a gig knowing your two quote unquote bandmates have it out for you? Gee, I don't know. Probably the same way that fucking Neil Sean shows up knowing that he's being sued by Jonathan Cain. You <laughs> just do it. It's like these two fuckers that I played this, this band uh, with for over 40 years. They, they it's a mutiny. They want to get yeah. rid of me. You know? do, you th do you think though, and, and, and I don't know the answer to this. And, and the weird thing is Vince to me, to me has always been pretty decent of the Motley Crue guys. He's, you know, him and Mick are the two that have never really crossed me too bad. Yeah. Right. Right. You know, the other two are dicks, but Vince to me has always been decent. That being said, he's a disaster. Oh, he is. So do you think, do you think that this has him taking any accountability at all uh, and saying, yeah, I, this is fucked up that these guys are willing to do this to me, but they're only willing to do this to me because I'm a joke. Yeah. Cause so, so either a, he straightens you know, up, he straightens up or B he makes them fire him. And then, then I don't know if he has any repercussions at all. No, he probably still owns a stake in the band. Well, yeah, I'm sure. You so, know, and, and again, uh, I wonder what uh, what Mick's repercussions are. You know, does does he have any repercussions? You know, what what does he? Uh, you know, does yeah. does he have any way of uh, recouping, or does he? You know, regardless of he's in the band or not, he's and they go out and play. He still receives his yeah. He gets his money. His piece. Yeah, yeah. You would think that he does. You would you would definitely think that. Both of them would. I mean, it's an ugly situation all the way around. It's terrible. And and I just am like, how how did this band that was once the biggest, they were the biggest band yeah. in the world. Yeah, they were for a couple, like three years. Yeah. I mean, they were huge. And, and you can't stress that. They were huge twice. Let's be honest. They were huge. And then when they got sober, they, they kind of went down for a little bit, but then they came back with Dr. Feelgood and got huge again. Yeah, they did. And then they went away for a while and then they got huge again with the dumb yeah. movie. You know, the they've, they've, they've fallen and gotten up three different times, Yeah, which maybe that's why Nikki and Tommy think they could survive this. Maybe. Cause they just think that they're truly un infallible, right? Un infallible. Yeah that they just cannot end up falling forever. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. I can't imagine it, but 
I can certainly, I can certainly see it. <laughs> I mean, listening to the story and hearing all the pieces, do you think that it's made up or do you think there's at least some shred of truth to what, what's being said there? Well, it's out there. So somebody must know something, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, e- e- even if it's rumor has it, but, uh, right. somebody knows something. Mm-hmm. Even if it's untrue, do you think Vince hears this and has now just got a real pay, real case of the ass against these guys? Even if they're even if they're denying it, which you know they are, you know you know Vince heard this and called them up, and they were like, "Dude, that's fucking bullshit. That's the fucking <laughs> press. That's nonsense. That didn't happen. You know that's bullshit. We would tell you, you know, like they did the last time <laughs> when they didn't tell him." <laughs> <laughs> that's funny yeah what a mess man just yeah but i, I you know that i have a lot of wonder in this thing dude do you think i know him being fat and out of shape and doing the shows poorly is a big problem you know and certainly being outplayed by like poison has to burn nikki's ass yeah i'm sure because you know there there was obviously that that rivalry that they had. I mean, you, you listen mm-hmm. back to that, that little interview that they did and the yeah. guy who was bigger in the eighties, you were poison. And you know, Nikki just about lost his shit. Who? Yeah. What an asshole. Mm-hmm. You know? And then here they end up playing with them. And, and, uh, you know, regardless of your thoughts on Brett Michaels or not, they, they clearly outplayed him on that stadium yeah. tour every night, every single, I mean, universally, every review I saw on the stadium tour was that, Poison was the best band. Def Leppard was most of the time really good. Uh, Joan Jett was Joan Jett and Motley Crue stunk. Right. That's what I heard from almost everybody that went to that show. And I just wonder if now you add that, I still contest and I've never seen it written anywhere. So this is just me prophesizing with no, nothing to back it. But I still think that him out there playing solo shows of all Motley songs burns these guys' ass because it's still, it still devalues any tour that they do. That he goes out there with another band and plays the same songs. Yeah, yeah, the, the Slaughter guys. Yeah, that's got, that has to bug these guys to no end. Yeah. Stay, I mean, isn't Eric and Steven going out with them next month? I don't know. I, I think they are. I think are they? they're. They're playing a, a series of dates with Vince. Well, the, the whole thing is, is I don't get why Vince goes out and does solo shows. Because he needs money. What? After all these millions he made, he still has to play solo shows. Dude, he's killed people. He's fucking divorced people. He's. Well, how much do you think he raked in from the stadium tour? Mm-hmm, 20 million. Yeah, it's like so. So you have to go out and play for thirty or forty thousand dollars. I guarantee you, he's living in a house, in a a mansion somewhere that costs fifty thousand dollars a month. Oh. He probably has ten fucking cars. He probably, you know, I mean, I mean, think about how these guys live too, dude. You know, how many failed businesses has Vince been in? He's owned, you know, indoor football teams and. Oh yeah. And, um, you know, coffee houses and all kinds of shit that's closed. All of that stuff probably sucked millions out of him. Plus divorces and everything else. Plus just being a fucking wild child. Yeah, I know. 
Well, I mean, I, I think, I don't know this to be fact, but I think, uh, like Vince's asking prices, like somewhere around 50 K. Yeah. You know, so he's got to go out and play shows for 50 grand. So well, I mean, if you're, if your fucking house note is 75 K you gotta play a gig. You gotta play two gigs. Just to pay your mortgage. It's <laughs> just ridiculous, man. Just, just, just to think. Uh, of all the records that they've sold and the yeah. stadium tours that they've done and, you know, decades worth of, of revenue from, from mm-hmm. uh, merchandise and shows and records, yeah. and this and appearances. And, and he's still, and he's still out there playing solo shows for 50 grand. You know, and, and I, I mean, I have no reason to think that he's not wealthy. I, I mean, honestly, I don't, I've never really seen that he's bankrupt or anything, but. At the same time, you have to wonder why you do the show of all shows all summer, packing them in into stadiums, and then three months later you're back on the road with the with the singer from Rat playing clubs. What? Yeah. How does that make sense? Other than you need cash. <laughs> just, I mean, and again, I don't know that he needs cash, but well, again, that, that's it's, it's just you, you just got to wonder. It's like yeah. why. Why are you doing solo shows? You just came off a big stadium run. Yeah. And it would make sense to me if he was playing just his solo material, you know, like Sammy Hagar, Sammy Hagar goes out there. He's made a shit ton of money. Sammy Hagar does not need to play shows, but he goes out and plays shows. But what does he do? He plays shows that are not Van Halen. Yeah. But, but he's not part of a band anymore though. He's, he's always, but the, the thing is the difference between uh Vince and Sammy mm-hmm. is that Vince made his bones being the lead singer of yeah. Motley Crue. Sammy right. had a so a successful solo yeah, career and prior, and, yeah, prior to Van Halen and then after Van Halen he continued a successful mm-hmm. solo career. Oh no, I agree. I, I'm my thing is not so much that Vince couldn't do it because he's in Motley Crue. My thing is He's doing Motley Crue when he's not in Motley Crue. I get it. I get it. Which is, which is bizarre. You know, I mean, he has what, two or three solo records, at least two, two, what exposed and carved in stone. Yeah. Well, and then there was that one in the beach, like in the lounge lounge, but that was a covers album. Wasn't it? I don't even remember Yeah, the tequila lounge. Yeah. Whatever that was, you know, he has enough music to, you know, he could play those songs and, close the night with sister of pain and everybody be like, Whoa, yeah, the first thing out of everybody's mouth to go see Vince is uh, they want to hear crew, man. Oh, you could play some, I yeah, mean, Sammy sure. Hagar. And again, I go back to the Hagar reference. Sammy Hagar pretty much plays finish what you started every, every time. And he, and sometimes he plays dreams and sometimes he plays, you know, why can't this be love? So he, he mixes in a Van Halen tune here and there. And that would be fine with Vince. My thing is, I just think Vince knows he won't make as much money unless he plays all crew and he right. needs the money. Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's, that's, and again, I have nothing to back that up other than it just <laughs> looking at the situation and going, you know, and, and I don't even think that it's, he loves playing because if he loved playing so much, he'd get in shape and be fucking great when, yeah, he, you, when he plays with Molly crew, he would think so, but boy. That's, that's just an anomaly. That guy is, it is, it makes no sense. 
I wish we did know the back end of this story because I'll bet you if you know the back end of the story, it probably makes perfect sense. You know, he probably has some divorce somewhere where he has to pay two million a month to some bitch to go away or something. <laughs> you know, honestly, I mean, there's got to be. Don't you think there has to be something like that in there's this? Got to be. I mean, how how can this guy bleed through so much money? I mean, that you know, it's obscene amounts of money. Yeah, millions and millions and millions of dollars. Yeah, you have to think that there's some reason that this guy finishes the biggest tour of the summer and then is back to playing the fucking um Mohegan Sun for you know what's that two thousand people or whatever. Yeah, two thousand people if that much. Yeah for 50k and fucking all the buffet you can eat at the casino. <laughs> you know I, it just doesn't make sense. No it doesn't. So it would not shock me at all if Nikki and um and Tommy were trying to throw him out of the band. Yeah. And this whole Mick thing wouldn't shock me at all. If Mick did take a stand and they had another meeting or like, well, you know what? He's fucking damn near dead. Anyway. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Fuck that guy. Let's put him out to pasture. <laughs> yeah. John five is a blazer on guitar, man. Yeah. And, and from, and again, rumor here, I don't have, I don't have definitive proof, but the rumor I heard was that John five was playing most of those shows in the stadium tour anyway. Yeah, that's what, uh, that's what we were told anyway. Yeah. That's what we've heard. Yeah. But he, he was the man behind the curtain. Yeah. So if he's already playing the shows, what difference does it make if he's out there or not? Right. You trade, you trade a corpse for a guy dressed like a corpse. <laughs> ah, what a mess it is. Poor Tim. They're finally going to come into Australia and it's going to be fucking, you know, some guy from a band called girls, 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 and Nikki six. And Tom and Tommy Lee and John know, five. John five. <laughs> this was the motley. I remember. Yeah. It's like, geez. Oh man. What a, what a disaster. <laughs> well, hey, more power to them. If they could still find ways, if they could still find suckers to go see them either in the current shape that they're in or, or with a replacement singer. Good on them, I guess. Yeah. So. Well, anyway, right. I just wanted you to see to to see that story and see what you thought of that nonsense. Yeah, that is it. It is nonsense. I mean, <laughs> it's well, crazy. The, the thing is, again, if, if this is true, mm -hmm. and Vince somehow circumvents these guys from giving him the boot, right? I mean, if the wheels are actually in motion and they gave Mick the boot because of him. Uh, you know, refusing to, to have a, uh, a, um, united front to get rid of Vince and they right. out of spite or whatever, they decided, well, we'll give you the boot then, you know, and how do you content? How, how would you go out on the road with Vince after the cat is out of the bag per se? Yeah, because you can't you 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 have to assume that Mick would call Vince. Yeah, well, you well, if we're reading it. And and, yeah. the, and and that rumor is out there, you yeah. know, it's like, how, how would Vince not know this? You know what I mean? It's just like, if, if there was actually this kind of animosity going on and uh, these guys, you wanted to make a move like that and get rid of him and somehow he circumvents them from not getting rid of him. Right. How do you, 
how do you walk out on stage every night knowing these two fuckers are stabbing you in the back? <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you how you do it, dude. If you need money, there's a lot more money to make walking out on a stage with two dicks that you hate with a name Motley Crue behind you. Right. Then go into the Mohegan Sun for 2,000 people. I agree. So you know what you do? You you come in on the left stage left while they come in on stage right. And they've been doing that ever since uh, they got back together. Yeah. And I mean, I mean Vince, you know, back, you know, the story was that uh, when he had that Jack Carson as his uh, personal manager, road manager guy, right. mm -hmm. you know, Vince traveled separately. He had his own road manager. He had his own management. He had sure. his own this and. You know, the, the Motley guys came in on the right and Vince came in on the left and they did their thing together and then they parted ways and, you know, didn't have any interaction outside of that. Yeah. And it might still be that way. I mean, it, I don't know. And again, we're probably micromanaging this all at this point yeah, because it's I such agree. a fucking crazy story. That's a crazy but, story. But if you remember, if you watched any of the videos of the, of the, um, the stadium tour, like they did like a really long music buildup before Vince came out. Yeah. Like they'd start playing and they would play for like a minute or two before Vince would walk out on stage with his Kabuki suit on or whatever yeah. the fuck that dress was he was wearing. Yeah. That, that long coat cape thing. Yeah. That, that awful cape thing that he was wearing, but he, you know, probably he didn't walk up to the stage with them. They probably knocked on his door a minute after <laughs> They got everybody else out. Yeah. All right, Vince. <laughs> Everybody's on stage. It's yeah. safe to go up now. Yeah, you don't have to interact with them now. They're on stage. <laughs> yeah. Is there any um is there any good video out there of of Motley performing on the stadium tour at all? I because I honestly I haven't watched any aside from like the people from like the rafters shooting down toward the stage but is there any like close-up stuff that you can maybe find anywhere look real quick because i was just kind of curious because i haven't seen any i don't think that there's any real um professional well here this is on motley cruise well there's the tour recap I don't know if this is this is not full songs do you want just like clips I just, i'm just i just want to see what what his condition was and you know how how he moved around or you know, mm, let's like, see how how well he performed you know because i i mean all i saw was just the cell phone video of people, right different angles and stuff but uh, i didn't see any like really good quality stuff well let me see here see if any of this is good oh let's see all right this looks all right this doesn't look bad Present share screen. Ah, uh, this is what I get because I'm using two different browsers at the same fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. All right. Let's see. Paste and go. All right. Now let's. Well, this this video i mean this is definitely a cell phone video but it's a little better i guess yeah I, I just i was just curious i just wanted to see what the what the performance is like even if it's like a minute i don't care i just was curious all right well here we go load this up here we go 
that Sam Kennison? What? Is that Sam Kennison? <laughs> Ken- Kennison joining the show. Uh, is he wearing a hat or something? I don't know. I'll, I'll start back to when he comes on stage. All right. All right let's go. Yeah. See, now they're all out there. No Vince. Here he comes. Oh, he actually sang all the words of yeah. the sentence. Yeah, he got he got most of it in there. Right. A little off little off key or a little off time, but yeah, it's all right. <laughs> all right. Do a little more. All right. He's already started to let the crowd sing though. <laughs> This guy sucks with his camera. Now, this is why he's doing it, though, because on this stage, he's probably making $300,000 or whatever. Yeah. On on the Mohegan Sun stage, he's making 50 that he's got to split with the slaughter guys. Right. You want me to skip forward? That song won. You want me to skip forward like halfway through the set yeah, to let's see? Let's see, let's see where he is. He's winded at this point now. <laughs> let's try Dr. Feelgood. That's an hour in. All right. Oh, 
By the way, that's not even Tommy Lee. That's Tommy <laughs> So this must have been early in the tour then, huh? This is when they were fighting. When when Vince wasn't going to play the shows unless, or when Tommy said he wasn't going to play the shows unless Vince fucking didn't play them or something. Because remember, that was another rumor we heard was that the reason that there was the quote-unquote rib thing was that they, Vince popped him. Right. Because he was dogging him out for being fat. <laughs> what a disaster, this tour. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And they made a shit ton of money, but what a, what an awful, awful thing. All right, here's some more. Put your phones down. <laughs> oh. me or <laughs> do they look like they're having no fun at all i mean there's no energy there at all he's just he's just standing there with the mic and yeah but even like him and nikki they just walk by each other no acknowledgement of each other no nope. no, no yeah no nothing yeah, just no nope. just all right i'm doing my job you do yours fatso <laughs> Well, Holy now that you got hindsight here and, and you know, uh, the rumor of what's going on, it kind of makes sense that, you know, <laughs> they're just out there performing, you know, they don't yeah. have any cohesiveness, no camaraderie, no, you know, whatever. It's just, they're mm -hmm. just, they're just all paid monkeys. Yeah. And I mean, what does Motley Crue need to be now? They just need the ability to tour. That's yeah. it. They don't need to be able to make new music. Of course not. Who the fuck is giving a shit about a Motley Crue song in the last 20 years? Nobody. No one has cared. What was the last hit that they had? Even I a minor hit. Was it Hell on High Heels? Oh, it was Saints of Los Angeles. We are this. What was that? What year was that? 2008? Uh, it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a long time. I think that was the last time that they had something that sort of was a hit a little bit. Yeah, but not a big hit. Certainly, oh, certainly oh, when, when you name your top 20 Motley Crue songs, it's very doubtful that one sneaks in there. You know, I'm just trying to think. I mean, was the last big hit that they had afraid? No, I think Saints, well, what do you consider a big hit? Like on the charts, like an actual charting on the radio song. I think the last radio song was afraid. That was it. I think I, again, I've hated Motley Crue pretty much since Generation Swine came out. Since they fucked over John Karabi, I just yeah, wanted nothing to do with it. You're right. Saints of Los Angeles came out in uh, June 24th of 2008. Okay. 
and was 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 Saints even a hit? Does it say that it was like a number yeah, ten? They had, or they, they had a uh, an official music video. That don't mean anything. You're all I need had an official music video, and that song didn't do anything either. Well, but I mean, as far as like having some kind of rotation out there, yeah, but it's 2008. True. Where did that video play? Not MTV. No, you know, true, but but that's that's <laughs> the only one. If you were to say what what was their last quote unquote their last hit, that that's what come to mind for me. That that's mm-hmm. what comes to mind, Natalie. All right, Natalie, thanks. What a mess this band is. How do they go from a band that I used to love? I used to love this band. <laughs> now I just can't even stand them. Dude, are you are you the same way with them? Do you just see them and be like, can you I, listen I, I, to the old records even? I can't. Yeah. I, you know, I know. I it just if I if I happen to hear one of their songs pop on some kind of a streaming service or you know, in a grocery store or something. Yeah, you won't you know, you recognize it and you 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 know, whatever, but is do I go out of my way to go listen to Motley? No. Yeah. When you're on this on, in the car looking for something fun to listen to on Spotify, rarely does it come to Motley Crew. In fact, most of the time when Motley Crew comes up, even in a mix, I skip it. I've gotten to where I just can't stand these guys. Because the drama has over way overtaken the musical quality. It has. It's it's ruined everything. Mm-hmm. Other than these casual people that are just casual fans. Right. And, and not for nothing, but remember at the beginning of this video, when the sign was going up and there's dude going, woo, Motley fucking crew, man. Right. What 50 fucking whatever year old person is doing that. They're out there. Seriously. How can you be in your mid fifties and being like, woo? Because they're reliving their youth. Oh, reliving the youth, man. It's embarrassing. Ugh. Yeah, I, I'm looking here. Everything that they've released since Saints of Los Angeles have been like live records. Okay. You know, the end live, live entertainment, the dirt yeah. soundtrack. They had a couple of singles in there somewhere like that yeah. sex song. Remember that song? Sex. Yeah. Well, that was crap. But it was garbage too. Yeah, I think I think that's about it. Yeah, that's oof, what a, so their last legitimate on the radio thing was probably afraid. Probably. Wow. That's pretty sad. Because prior to uh Saints of Los Angeles was new tattoo and that came out uh in two thousand. Yeah. And that was without Tommy Lee. Mm-hmm. Man. Yeah. That was a, what that wasn't the, the money, da, 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 the hell on high heels. That was yeah, hell, hell on high heels. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was, that was a decent hit. It's a, not a good song and it sounds really bad, but it's, but it was a hit. I do remember right. hearing that on like, I remember us having to play it on the fucking metal show. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Oh, well, Motley crew falling apart. Yep. Coming, coming to a town near you somewhere in the, in the European market. Thanks for checking out this episode of the classic metal show. 
Get all of our episodes uncensored at www.theclassicmetalshow.com. Join us weekly from 9 p.m. till 3 a.m. Eastern at www.cmsradio.net. Participate in the live chat room at www.chatandkill.com. Once again, thank you for checking out The Classic Metal Show with Neely and Chris. Hail and kill. Fuck you, pal. Ninja.